Category 3 podcast. I am James. I'm going to be hosting this episode with uh, with me, Meet Cha. Yeah, and I'm James Shergan uh, here. Uh, yeah, and this is uh, Succession Season 2, Episode 2. Uh, the Episode 2 title is Volter. Um, and uh, we kind of go into Volter was, of course, introduced in uh, Season 1. The very uh, first episode, actually, right? right? Because they kind of try to go and... Right. Um, <clears throat> acquire it basically. Yeah, that's yeah. basically the starting action for the pilot of the episode. And I actually think that they probably had a different plan for Walter, just because uh, I think his name is Rob Yang, the actor that plays Lawrence, the mm-hmm. CEO of Walter, uh, is in the main credits for both season one and season two. Oh, interesting. But he's actually a pretty minor character uh, throughout. So that's just one thing I've noticed. It's yeah. like in both season one, season two. I don't even know if we see him for the rest of season two. Yeah, and I really like the actor, too. I wish I could have seen yeah. him more through the series, but right. that's, just the how, that's just the way it worked out, I guess. Yeah, exactly. <clears throat> um, so, first off, how did we both like this episode? Uh, um, I, really, I really enjoyed it. Um, it has a lot of moving parts, um, lots of different locations, lots of different things that it covers. Um, obviously the title being Walter and the part that, that really hits home, like this is the, one of the most memorable episodes in my mind, actually. Yeah. So, no. Uh, for, for yeah. obvious reasons. But... Not, not quite on boards on the floor yet for me. We'll get to that episode <laughs> soon. Uh, but, uh, yeah, I also really like this episode. Uh, see, I, I feel like Succession this season, like a lot of people, I feel like it took a few episodes to get into it for season one. But like season two for me, I'm already there. I'm ready. I'm ready to watch uh, a bunch of those just like immediately. And, yes. And, uh, yes. And I feel like uh, this one, we get a little bit more into the Tom and Greg dynamic again, mm-hmm. uh, whereas episode one was more just sort of the setup. Yeah. Uh, so uh, that's one of my favorite parts of the show sure. from season one. So I uh, love right. that stuff. Um, okay, uh, so I guess the sort of basic synopsis that we are looking at is they sort of start out with, I think, one of Kendall's kids' birthdays? Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, where they're at we, the... We, we didn't even know that he had two kids because apparently he had a son in the first season, but we never saw. I, I wasn't aware that he even had a daughter also, um, but... Yeah, but I, he does, I right? Know. I guess he does. He, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, <laughs> I mean... His family does not play a terribly terrible prominent role. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah, I guess, yeah, yeah. Yeah, um, <clears throat> but we go there and we get treated to a great Connor line where he's making a World War ref- One reference to the two youngest characters of the show, basically. And, uh, uh, Willa, is that her name? Yeah, yeah. Willa. And uh, Greg. And then he's like, World War One, And Greg's like, oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, <laughs> one of my favorite parts. Um, so they go to that, um, and then basically we get sort of into the uh, titular part of it, uh, Volter, where they uh, basically, Kendall and Roman, need to go to Volter to determine basically what to do. So mm-hmm. basically auditing the company, uh, mm-hmm. trying to figure out uh, what the trajectory of it is. And yeah. uh, eventually they go back to uh, Logan, 
Yeah. Um, and they come to different conclusions. <laughs> yep. Yep. Um, I think Kendall, he basically looks through stuff and Lawrence, the CEO of Walter has basically been trying to pile them up with a bunch of crap metrics and things like yep. that. Yep. Uh, and basically like shield what is actually going on. Uh, and yeah. he still is optimistic about Walter. Um, yeah. whereas, uh, Roman, uh, is, does basically does no work for most of it. And then he gets, yep. <laughs> he gets a bunch of their employees drunk. I feel like he brings up some important points about, about how the company is going headed in a direction of, you know, unionizing and things that could potentially, if, if we're looking at top down, so like the top people that own it could probably be affected negatively. We, we don't know the purpose of unions, but obviously owners of companies are definitely uh, pretty anti-unions in, right. in the most part. So right. he brings up a fair, fair set of points. Um, Kendall's, Kendall fairly, yeah. uh, Kendall's fairly optimistic, and, uh, but, but I think like, we've never seen him actually run a company. So it's kind of hard to trust him on, on, the, on his sentiments because right. he really wanted to acquire this company at the beginning of the first right. episode of first season. Yeah. Well, and the so words. there was a little bit of, yeah. Yeah. Um, but, but eventually Logan decides to go with, um, with gutting the company. Right. And, right. And, yeah. Yeah. He yeah. does. Yeah. Yeah. And, um, and that's where, that's where things change. Yeah. And then basically Kendall mm -hmm. goes through it and actually is extremely cold blooded in how he actually does it. Yeah. Uh, you almost aren't sure exactly what's going on until yep. he finally like yanks out the rug from under uh, Lawrence and Walter and basically guts the company. Yeah. Uh, takes, finally figures out what is the most uh, revenue generating assets of the company, which I think is weed and food. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> yeah. But before we get into that, let's talk a little bit about Walter. So my guess is that Walter just based off of being a New York city media company, mm -hmm. uh, and stuff like that is based off of vice. Mm. We get treated to a couple of great Walter headlines. Uh, I think you wrote one down that are just sort of like oh, yeah. over behind characters' heads. Yes, yes. Five um, reasons why drinking milk on toilet could be a game changer. <laughs> <laughs> is, yeah, did you yeah. Google that? I wonder what the five reasons are. <laughs> <laughs> I, did not, I, I didn't think this would be a real... <laughs> I need to Google it, yes. Because <laughs> if there are reasons, I, I want to know, know what, what they, they are. are. <laughs> yeah. um, there was also uh, uh, Meet the World. Uh, richest uh, people tracker Tra trafficker or tracker I could like the um, yeah um, someone's heads in between the, the the characters yeah during that shot so we can't tell who it is and or then, what it is right and then the rest of the headline is in quotes he's surprisingly he a, a nice guy, guy? <laughs> <laughs> um, so those are very just like modern millennial oriented website targeting Right. Um, sort of, <laughs> so I, I enjoyed how it sort of, uh, played that up. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Um, yeah, it's funny. And yeah, those headlines going through in the background. Um, the other part, um, with Walter was, I'm trying to think. Yeah. Uh, yeah. And let's go back to your unionization point. I think that's actually an interesting one. And I think it kind of shows that they have a great pulse on actual journalism and stuff because in the last year or so, uh, mm -hmm. two companies that I've called have unionized their writers, Vox and the ringer. And I think it's sort of become like a, uh, I don't want to say 
it's a trend. It's not a trendy thing so much as it is an actual trend that's going on. Uh, so it, I, I think it actually strikes on point in that mm -hmm. regard, like workers in these sort of new media companies talking about joining uh, writers' guilds and, and that sort of thing. It's not something I know a ton about, but as you I, said, the yeah. uh, corporate management is probably generally against it yeah. or would prefer it not to occur. Yeah, I personally am not very familiar with the, the purpose of unionizing either, but um, it's also something that you definitely don't see in um, tech firms for the most part, but the fact that, yeah, smaller yeah. Uh, news and media industries are going... Uh, Right. companies are going through it, so it makes it seem like seem very interesting and kind of right i mean we kind of think spot. of at least i personally think of unions as sort of these old school things and i mean i think the classic one is like uh well there's also the irishman this year so jimmy hoffa and the teamsters it's like a bunch That's of right. like men truck drivers and sort of like these manual labor maybe very midwest uh rust belt centric unionized Union. manufacturing jobs that sort of thing um so it, it's occurring in this new tech sphere is, is, is interesting. Interesting, yeah. yeah. Um, um, other stuff that was going on in this episode, uh, Logan and Shiv. Shiv is starting to get sort of brought into the fold of the company. After yeah, the, she's very outspoken at the very beginning with right. uh, when they're discussing the strategy to uh, head back at, um, yeah. at one of the guys doing the media right. news interview. And her brothers are just sort of like, what's going on? Yeah. Like, yeah. clearly not clued in at all. Yeah, because Shiv has been pretty kind of on the outskirts of the business, and she's yes. kind of made it fairly clear a couple of times in previous episodes that she's not involved. And obviously, with with the with the first episode of the second season, it's a little bit different. But only the father and the daughter know it, right? So only Logan and Shiv know about this, right? And, so, and and us as the viewers, but. right? And you can sort of see in those conversations where she's like visiting work and like actually giving input that her brothers are not at all used to this. Yeah. Um. And a big theme throughout the episode, also, or a big thing that they keep coming back to, is sort of Shiv and Tom and Shiv telling Tom what's mm -hmm. going on, mm -hmm. um, because Tom has also been uh, switched positions too, and we see him going to uh, ETN, um, and basically having some sort of senior position there. Yeah. And so yeah. sort of gets the, uh, <laughs> I love, I love the, and to kind of continue for, on from there, I love the, the Tom and Greg dynamic that you were talking about Yeah, where they, <laughs> where all of a sudden Greg, uh, is very uncomfortable working yeah, for at ATN. ATN. Yeah. And, uh, <laughs> the conversation is just, yeah. just amazing and hilarious about, yeah, about having principles and Tom just... <laughs> Not <laughs> like, what, what principles are you talking about? Like, yeah. I'm against racism. racism. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> ATN, which is clearly a stand-in for Fox News. Is, um, yeah. yeah. I mean, they talk a bit about, like, the demographics of how, like, the average viewer is, like, a 60-plus 60 60. user. Yeah. I love how Sid, also, when she's talking about... Um, <clears throat> what her viewers... Who her viewers are, she goes, they're very tired... And then she continues of something else. So it's like, yeah, yeah, uh, she's it's great. Funny. She's yeah, great. She, she like, tears into her. Tom. I mean, really, yeah. really well. And like yeah. Tom's way of relating is like, oh yeah, I'm from the Midwest. Uh, my mom has a friend that's like 500 pounds. pounds. Yeah. He's just angry about everything. And she sort of has a great comeback about like a hundred dollar haircut. Yep. Latte Sipping sitting. lattes. <laughs> yeah. No haircut. And Should how be. Logan sends one of those every four years. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, so yeah. yeah. Um, and then they go to Connor's, uh, dinner 
Oh, his new new place. Uh, That's right. Yeah, the dinner party that they have, or not dinner party, but like a a new house event. I, yeah, yeah. Where um, they uh, where he basically confirms that he will indeed be running for for, for president of the United States. Yeah. Uh, Do we get con heads in this episode yet, or am I? No, uh, I, I, okay. think, I think that we comes later. Ahead Sorry, a little bit. yeah. yeah, yeah. Um, um, and. Uh, yeah, I think that's pretty much the episode. The episode yeah. concludes and with Walter actually getting gutted. Yeah, I think one one other thing we want to call out is maybe uh, Kendall and Greg beginning, like where they start. Oh, yeah, yeah, good point. Kendall gives Greg a a really nice, what looks like maybe a penthouse suite or yeah, some sort of just housing. a really really fancy apartment yeah. housing. Yeah, yeah, and yeah, that's right. Yeah, Greg. I, has... I love Greg's uh, excitement. Of, of getting a new suite or a new place to live and and the way he runs around and jumps and <laughs> just yeah I mean he doesn't believe Kendall at first he thinks he's just messing which with is him. also yeah yeah but it's like very funny yeah but then Kendall sort of gets him back when he uh, <laughs> has a bunch of his friends over <laughs> and Kendall is just sort of like walking around clearly on s- some cocktail of substances yeah uh, and uh and just has a bunch of who knows who over we don't even know if kendall has like a ton of friends or anything yeah yeah Um, it this scene seemed very similar to one of the breaking bat scenes where where um jesse one of the characters in breaking bad kind of invites a whole bunch of people over because he had just lost his girlfriend, so he was grieving by just having a lot of people around him partying and, like, and raving all night long in his house. Like for and days on end, if I yeah. recall right. Yeah, yeah, yeah actually, yeah. that's a good call. So the, very, very synonymous or very, like, Yeah, they're similar both sort of, ish. like, in yeah. a similar character headspace, like in a really yeah. dark space. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah. Uh, and I think that's... Did I did I get everything in the episode? Um, I guess the one more thing would be that... Uh, Roman and his girlfriend invite Tom oh, and, right. and Schiff yeah. to yeah. to dinner to talk about then... race relations and kale. <laughs> <laughs> Where they both eventually, both the the brother and sister, both the siblings, pile on to Tom <laughs> and kind of yeah make fun of his suit and and yeah. Stuff. Tom gets Which... a lot of pile on in this yeah. episode. I mean, it kind of shows you sort of like his like he 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 gets piled on by everyone. True. And then he just takes it all out on Greg. It's yeah. like the one character beneath him that he can like actually yeah. crap on. Yeah, I think this is where like Schiff kind of is she openly speaking against Tom in a in a way. I I don't know, like not against Tom, but she's openly making fun of Tom. Yeah, which maybe we haven't seen that before. Yeah, so maybe made me feel sad for him a little bit. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I mean, there's one point where Roman asks Shiv if he should be worried about Tom at all, and Shiv's oh, like, no, 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 no. He's Tom. It's not a real competition. Yeah, yeah. It's and it sort of just shows you that most all of the immediate family uh, is just extremely dismissive of Tom. They don't treat yeah. him that seriously. Yeah. It's like the head of ATN is not that high. Yeah. Does yeah. that also also make you feel like there's a there's that there's that circle of the blood related family of mm-hmm. the four of them. And then everybody else that are with them are still sort of on the outside of that circle. I think that's definitely right? true. And yeah, I mean, I think it's important to note because, and I mean, like even yeah. within those four too, it's yeah. sort of like 
Connor is clearly like the yeah. least. He's treated. He's running for president, but he's the least serious of those. True. Uh, and so there's even a hierarchy amongst those, and you can sort of see those three are constantly right. jockeying for position. I mean, the show right. sort of starts out with Kendall being like the number one front runner, and of course. sort of switching off. And yeah, yeah. I think uh, the one thing I would think of is that other than the five of them, maybe Marsha is like the closest to them. Mm. without still also sort of being in circle or sometimes being in and out of circle. Right. I would almost consider her being in the circle of the immediate family. Yeah, especially at this point. But there's yeah. like points where it seems like she's just really tied in and almost on the same level with Logan, like for yeah. instance, the conclusion of season one where right. she's in the room. But then there's episodes like this where uh, where Logan sends her out, out to turn off the Alexa, yeah. where I heard the, Which was... the pronunciation of... Bezos, which, which I, I don't think I've ever Bezos. heard. Bezos, yeah, can't afford Bezos to be listening in. Yeah, um, which I thought was kind of also very rude because yeah. So at this point, she's not tied into him having promised Shiv the the right. position. I mean, and to, I go ahead. Well, I wonder if it makes if he has made certain promises or if he has hinted certain way that. Marsha were to be benefited by the person that that becomes the head of the company uh, and that he doesn't want to let on or if it is if it is rather that he had he's losing trust in her yeah. I think maybe it's the former than the latter but right yeah and with Marsha like... as you as has become typical of her character it's, it's always a little mysterious mm -hmm. like you don't totally know her motivations and you don't totally know Logan's motivations just... around her yeah yeah I agree. Um, uh, so, yeah, I think that's about all I have for the synopsis or the plot of what's going on. Yeah, same here. Um, any uh, candidates for best uh, best quote, best line? Um, so I, I didn't get all the quotes, but I had uh, had a few. Um, uh, Logan at the beginning when he suggests to figure out what's going on with Walter. He puts both uh, Kendall and Roman on and tells them that the one who fixes it gets a cookie, which oh, is <laughs> which is an interesting way for like yeah dad to incentivize uh, yeah. his kids. Uh, um, oh yeah, Tom tells Shiv at the very in the very beginning that if I'm the king and you're the queen, then maybe it's fine to fuck the odd peasant. <laughs> I, I lost track of that conversation and what it was ref referring to but he also follows that up with a, a few minutes later with I feel very godlike and horny everybody feels two feet two feet tall to me <laughs> what? yeah he's trying to he's trying to have uh, sex <laughs> with Shiv and Shiv kind of just turns him down which is interesting because yeah. I think that happens maybe once or at least maybe at least once maybe twice and then, the she, episode. and then she eventually initiates it with him. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, yeah. like, that sort of dynamic, it's like Shiv is in total control, control. of that yeah. uh, dynamic between the two of them. Yes. Um, uh, but I think the, maybe the one I liked the most was, came on pretty early on, where um, right after the, the kid's birthday party, um, Roman uh, gives shit to Kendall about, um, about, how Kendall interacts with his kids specifically goes can't even hug your own kids yeah I saw that you freak <laughs> and it's kind of I don't know it's it's, it's 
pretty mean, but it's also the way he says it. It's yeah, yeah. it's pretty funny, I think. Yeah. Um, yeah. Um, obviously, don't be an asshole. <laughs> you don't have principles, Tom to Greg. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, but I I still think the winner would be the the hug one, from from Roman. Okay. Uh, or the best funniest line from my perspective. Which one was that again? That's where that's where he uh, Roman tells Kendall, "You can't even hug your own kids." Oh, okay. I mean, that's that's like a real cutter. It, yeah. it is. <laughs> <laughs> I also wrote down this is the best line in kind of a really sad way, uh-huh. just because it's been repeated. Is at the end where Lawrence is like, "What the hell, man? Why are you, why are we why are we doing this?" And Kendall's just like, uh, "Because my dad told me to." Yeah. And then, yeah, and Lawrence is like, "Because your dad told you to." Yeah, yeah, and uh... <laughs> doesn't doesn't Kendall have a good comeback to him? Because there's something. It felt he, like maybe does, Kendall repeats back something to Lawrence, what Lawrence may have repeated told him in the first season or something. Uh huh. But I don't have that written down. Yeah, I don't have it written down either. Um, but yeah, I mean, Jeremy Strong is so good. Yeah. Just the way he delivered that line just really yeah. struck a chord there. Um, yeah, I think I, I agree with you. Uh, well, I do like the cookie quote too. Yeah, <laughs> the one a, who fixes it gets a cookie. Cookie. That's a probably a not as mean of a line as "Can't even hug your own kids." <laughs> yeah, I saw that, you freak. <laughs> if I'm the king and you're the queen, maybe it's fine to fuck the odd peasant. That's also pretty <laughs> fucking good. I think I'm gonna give it to that one. All right, all right, I agree. Let's. Uh, yeah. Uh, so, um, winners and losers of this episode. Hmm. Um, yeah. So I have a Let's, loser. Yeah. Uh, Tom. Okay. I, I think he might okay. be a re- reoccurring loser Sweet. in this whole season. Yeah. Maybe the yeah, whole yeah, show. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Just because I don't know, he doesn't get much respect, and yeah. it's like Greg is like the only person sort of beneath him that he can like sort of exert power on, and he's yeah. often really kind of awful to Greg. Yeah. Uh, but Greg is. Greg somehow finds his own wins. Greg is he? savvy in a certain way, and yeah. like I feel like Greg's stock is rising, uh-huh. and Tom's stock is not rising. That's uh, true. It, I like I have a hard time seeing Tom surpass any of the siblings. Yeah. Uh, in terms of like just power and stuff yeah. like that. So, uh, I mean, he got crapped on by his wife yeah. uh, this episode. Uh, uh, and yep. he starts out. So yeah, I agree with you. Tom's a. Uh, pretty good nominee of a loser this episode because he starts out at the very top and in the beginning of the episode he's really excited he's, yeah. he's got this new position um and then he gets shit on by sid at the company yeah and then he gets shit on by his own wife and brother-in-law at the dinner party that they have yeah and so he kind of yeah yeah kind of kind of kind of a yeah a downward trajectory for 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 Tom by the end of it. Right. He feels like he only has yeah. room to fall, really. Yeah. Like, I have a hard time seeing him make some sort of Machiavellian move for power or something like that. Right, right. Yeah. Um, um, well, the obvious loser in the episode with, with the title, Walter. Oh, yeah. Yes. Definitely a loser. Walter, Walter gets and all their, screwed over, and, and the employees, and everybody gets screwed over big time. Yeah. I mean, talk about, yeah. what about those four employees that went and had a drink with Roman? That's right. Yeah. And they, they kind of... They kind of fucked the whole company. company. I mean... That's true. I mean, Roman was not going to get anywhere. Yeah. And they kind of uh, gave it away. Gave it away. Yeah. Um, I think um, Kendall definitely had me in for his his like 
his whole spiel about like we can save this company. Yeah, yeah. And as a viewer, he he totally had me in. Like I was definitely in for saving Walter. Yeah. And and the the way he pulls the rug out from underneath the employees, he totally as a viewer pulls the rug out from underneath me as well. Like, he did too. Yeah. It totally surprises me. Yeah, I was sort of um, like, what's he doing? Yeah. Yeah. But yeah, yeah it was a uh, shows that he has he he's good at these sort of like political machinations when he when he needs to be sometimes. Yeah. I mean, of course, he fumbled incredibly poorly in parts of season one, but right. uh, here he, he was extremely pretty, cutthroat, right. right? In his in his approach, and it's sort of like I didn't think he had it in him coming in. Yeah. I mean, like he's still like clearly haunted. He's like yeah. on drugs. He's yeah. getting crapped on. Yeah. And then at the end of the episode, his uh, dad asks him to set up his office uh, right, right right by him. So right, which which. Kind of what, that's an interesting dynamic between Roman, Logan, and Kendall, because Roman keeps thinking that he's in competition with Kendall still, despite what has happened. Yeah. And Kendall obviously knows that he is completely and utterly screwed. And, yeah, yeah. You know, and messed things up with his dad, and and his dad's kind of gonna, yeah. Yeah. Um, and like giving him an office next to him was really not a promotion, but I think it was more of a, I'm gonna keep an eye on you, uh, kind of move from Logan's perspective, obviously. Right, also Logan not above doing something to just fuck with other people, That's like true. Roman, so. Uh, also well, true. Well, it's yeah. hard to say. Yeah. Um, winner, I actually put, I wasn't sure, this was a tough one, I put Roman yeah. actually, just cause yeah. he, uh, he has a quote there, uh, where he's sort of having second thoughts about Walter. He's talking to Tabitha, and he's like, maybe I'm smart? <laughs> <laughs> and she's like, sure, whatever. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, Just because he, uh, he uh, like, honestly, getting the people out and, like, taking them for an IPA, he yeah. found out more doing that than Kendall did. Yeah. Like, he he, uh, he didn't misrepresent anything. I thought he had a, he had a solid episode. Right. Um... I think I would agree with Winner for Roman because he also, he, in a way, he wanted, he didn't really have an incentive one way or the other with Walter, but his view got accepted and, and validated, right? He said, let's get Walter, and his dad actually made the decision that, that mm -hmm. kind of supported his theory so yeah and he um, gave good information which so. yeah yeah wins wins winner and w yeah um maybe i'm jumping too far but maybe the winner of daddy's approval in the episode but um <laughs> sorry <laughs> yeah um another I, so continuing winner would be maybe shiv um she, she's we we obviously consider her a winner from uh last from episode. the last episode and that's just the kind of continuing streak of you know, her getting more time with dad, her getting right. more say in the business. So, I mean, with, interesting. Within the episode, she gets offered the secretary of state position. Or, no, sec, uh, no, not the state, cabinet, uh, like a chief yeah, of staff position. Chief of staff, yes, thanks. Yes. Uh, from Gil Evis. So, that's uh, right. Yeah. Yeah. And which, she, which uh, she, then she promptly, like, quits by the end of the episode. So, yeah. we didn't talk about that point, point, but yeah, yeah she's, uh, she's kind of at the height of, power like options yeah. and stuff like that yeah i think she has more options to choose from right and she makes her decision pretty quick right which uh yeah i think it's also a sort of an interesting contrast of the attitudes towards women from like two of those like sort of older 
white figures with mm-hmm. uh with uh both logan mm-hmm. when they're talking about uh shiv and she's like talking about being a woman it's like of course it's the negative uh, mm-hmm. And like he didn't invent this world, and then earlier mm-hmm. you had Gil Evis saying basically, um, saying that he's looking forward to her going after those corpulent old white like fucks, fucks or something yeah, like that. Absolutely. Uh, and yeah. Uh, um, yeah, I it's it's kind of it's a pretty negative view coming from your dad when he thinks that you being a woman is um, is a negative. Right. It's puts you behind in some sort of race or anything. I mean, it kind of mirrors in a certain way this sort of kind of silly, I don't want to get too far into this, this uh, democratic debate with uh, Sanders and and Warren of Sanders maybe saying that women can't win. I mean, they're both speculating in the same sense that Logan is speculating on what other people think. Think, It's sort of like, I'm not the one that has this belief, but I think America won't vote this way. You're talking about if being a woman is a handicap or, or if it's a pro. Uh, so it's it's interesting to sort of see those uh, conversations mirrored in real life. True, true. Um, yeah, I, I would say, I would agree with you that Shiv is a winner. Shiv is a winner. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Uh, Shiv also tells off um, the the her coworker. I forget his name. Who oh, yeah, she yeah. had an affair with. Yeah, Nate. Uh, Nate. Yeah, yeah, that sounds. He looks like a Nate. Right. <laughs> <laughs> we'll call him Nate from now on. Um, that that you know she doesn't care about. Right. Um, how he tells his wife yeah. that they had an affair. And, you know, it's sort of interesting, too, how that power dynamic... Shiv has the potential to be a really kind of nasty person mm-hmm. uh, on her own. And I feel like in the first season, at least, the way I thought of him was, like, much more formidable. And mm-hmm. Shiv is just so dismissive and just, like... She's like, well, it's not my problem, is it? Yeah. And so not caring for what goes on with him. I thought that was kind of an interesting thing. I can't remember if he also kind of... When he, because he was at her wedding, and yes. did he let on that they had an affair to her husband, to Tom? It, I feel so like that's, we they got that somehow that was communicated. I don't know how yeah. much was his fault or yeah. not. So which they don't quite directly mention that in their conversation, yeah. or that doesn't get brought up. But maybe that's why she's a little bit sort of dismissive about she doesn't care who, what, how he handles it. Yeah, but yeah. Um, any other winners, losers? I think maybe, maybe Greg, because he gets a new apartment. Yeah, it's true. Fancy new yeah. apartment. Plenty of storage for himself. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Plenty of, uh, ceiling space, right? Yeah. So t- high roof, high ceiling, so he can jump around and do his cool, uh, right. <laughs> cool funky moves. I, I, I really enjoyed him just being excited right. and jumping around in there. I think we talked about this in the last episode, but I always like how they show the physicality of Greg, how he just, like, towers over everyone. <laughs> like, the Roy kid's not not that tall, not any of them, really. Right. Uh, and he just is, like, so tall. And there's, like, a moment where he's, like, lying in the... He's checking out an apartment. Oh, yeah. He's just lying there. He's like, <laughs> I don't know, man. And the, the, and yeah, the, the other guy's like, don't think about it much. It's It's storage. Yeah. It's like, well, I, I mainly just need storage for myself. Yeah. And uh, seeing yeah. him in, like, those really low ceilings. ceilings. And then seeing the him sort of in, like, the bad. vast space of uh, Kendall's... Apartment. Yeah, apartment. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, going from, like, struggling to find a decent place to live to going into, like, a a sweet types apartment. Yeah. Yeah, heck yeah. Yeah. It's pretty sweet. He's the dark horse for the eventual succession. 
we'll, we'll see. Uh, okay, let's wrap this up uh, yeah. with Daddy's approval. Yeah. Um, I, so I guess we could, we have a couple candidates here. Uh-huh. In some ways, I think Kendall kind of gets Daddy's approval. He gets a nice little desk right uh-huh. at Daddy's front door. Uh-huh. Uh, uh-huh. And, yeah. uh, and he really does a stand-up job gutting Walter. That, uh, yeah. Like... A yeah, if if his dad didn't have a con- have any confidence in him, now he does. Right, the way he kind of handles it. And yeah, but I I actually think he could make a case for either of the other two siblings too. They both have their mm-hmm. moments. Uh, maybe Shiv less so in this one, uh, mm-hmm. just because her and her dad seem a little more I don't know negative in this episode. Yeah, I felt like she seemed maybe a little bit more desperate because. There's that unannounced thing of like, yes, dad says she'll he'll make her the head, but then that that whole conversation's at the back of her head, but it's not kind of it's not announced. So I feel like she's kind of tr- trying extra hard to achieve it, right? And so to achieve her dad's approval, sorry. And, yeah, yeah. And so it makes me think like. I don't know. Yeah, I can't make a decision, but she she gets more dad's time. So yeah, she is, and yeah. she is of course currently the uh, the candidate for succession. For succession. So yeah. uh, that is also a plus. Yeah. yeah. The reason I picked I, I mentioned Roman was because um, yeah he he brings in uh, certain information and and yeah. that information is used to directly act right. upon a exactly. very important business decision yep yep so, so in that sense he beat kendall and in, yeah. in, in that regard yeah so i think i felt like that's why roman got the dad's approval although he doesn't know it like at the end of the episode he still thinks that he didn't get that promotion but he doesn't but know how he doesn't, the relationship he doesn't between, realize the kendall logan dynamic to exactly, the full extent. exactly yeah yeah so it's a tough tough one to tell i think i could go with either shiv or roman on this one yeah, yeah, yeah. All right, so uh, I think that concludes uh, this episode of Category 3 Podcast. Uh, we will be doing uh, Succession Episode 3 next. Uh, really looking forward to that one. Thank you, guys. Thank you.